Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. Hi, my name is Rick Williams, now Managing Director of an advertising agency called ZGM, but been involved in the games industry since about 2000. Started with a company in the video games industry called IDOS and was lucky enough to work on properties like Hitman and Tomb Raider and then came over to Bioware and worked on Mass Effect and Dragon Age as the senior marketing person across the globe. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? Building the game and what it's about and who you're appealing to is really important. And being able to put those hooks in that the eventual player will love and know, that's the job of the marketing person, is to know that consumer, to know the game player. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Not joining me this time is our co-host, Fred Keating. Fred is in Vancouver, Canada tonight, while I'm in Edmonton, Canada, and I'm at a networking event where I've just met somebody that I know you're going to want to hear from. His name is Rick Williams. He's an expert in the advertising industry as well as the gaming industry. Rick, welcome. Thank you, Marvin. It's great to be here. Rick, I understand that... You've worked for the world-renowned companies, BioWare and Electronic Arts. Tell me about your experiences with these companies. I understand that you were a senior marketing person. Yeah, that's right. Um, so actually before that, started with a company in the video games industry called IDOS and was lucky enough to work on properties like Hitman and Tomb Raider and then came over to BioWare and worked on Mass Effect and Dragon Age as the senior marketing person across the globe. Now, what are your thoughts on the gaming industry and what the opportunities are for people who want to get into it in one way or another? I think the gaming industry is fantastic for anyone coming out of school or even if they don't have a, a university education. The great thing about video games, it involves so many different skill sets, everything from business through to arts, through to advertising, buying, you name it, you get the opportunity to flex those muscles in the industry. Tell me about your experience because you actually decided to be a marketing person, right? So you have a business degree. How, how did that happen for you? I was actually working for, I was in the UK, I was actually in London and working for a company by the name of Motorola, who's um, handsets we were pretty pretty heavy into uh, mobile phones and I was lucky enough to uh, have a few conversations and started working for IDOS so I was a marketing person first and foremost and then headed into the entertainment industry because it just seemed exciting PlayStation 2 had more or less just launched and there were some great properties coming through so it seemed like a fantastic time to join the industry. Now tell me about the culture of the industry what do you think are some of the personality attributes and the skill sets that you think are really important. Video games, I think, like any industry really, you really need to be passionate about video games. I'm sure a lot of your listeners out there, Marvin, they really do love video games, so it's not a hard thing to do, but you've got to be that passionate about it that you're willing to do it not only at work, but at home. And so that's the basis for entry. And then across different skill sets, you know, you've got to be able to think about how you can make the best video games in the world because really that's what you have to do these days. You can't just throw any old content at the wall and hopefully it sticks. You need to be good at what you do. And then as far as the, I guess, the craft categories that are important in the industry, I, I think you'd say that there are writers, producers, sound people, animators. I mean, what are, what are the opportunities there? 
huge opportunities across all of those skills. Um, I was lucky enough to work at Bioware where story was really first and foremost about everything that we did. Our whole mission was about creating the best story driven games in the world. So writers were very important. We probably had the most writers of any of the games industry at any one time. And then from an artist's point of view, that's obviously really important because they're the ones that sketch it out and give us direction on monsters or different characters. And then animators bring those monsters to life and the characters to life and really make you feel like you're in something. And then artists you know, obviously create the worlds that you're in and then the writers are there to back all of that up. And I guess there's sound designers and musicians and narrators. Yeah, and sound design is just so important. You know, the, the third sense in all that, the visuals and that sound design really makes it feel like you are there. And with virtual reality coming on board over the next couple of years, and you know, we've seen it start to explode with Facebook getting in, and it's just a, such an exciting time to be in that industry with, with creative skills. Now, I think that there's the impression that in the gaming industry, that the people who work in the industry really have solitary tasks, that they're sitting at their cubicles all day, all by themselves, writing code, and there isn't much interaction, but really, is it more of a team sport? Absolutely, yeah, it's, it's a really great question. Every level has so many different things in it. You work in teams, you work with sound designer, you work with an artist, you know, depending on if you're a programmer or whether you're an animator. Those teams work together and every day you stand up and say, okay, what are we doing today? What was successful yesterday? What broke, what didn't, all of those things. And as you're getting closer and closer to launch, you're all working together to fix bugs and see what's going on. So yeah, absolutely, team sport for sure. Fantastic. Now, I know a lot of our listeners kind of have the mindset where they would like to work for a big gaming company like you did, you know, BioWare or AE Electronic Arts. There are others as well, though, who are maybe entrepreneurs and they want to strike out on their own and, and maybe they want to design games for the iPhone or, or, or maybe computer-based games. What advice would you have for them with respect to what games are marketable? What sort of things are successful in the market? I think everything can be successful. If you look at something as simple as Flappy Bird that was done by one guy, he put it together himself, he built it, launched it and it was a success and then you look at the opposite end of the scale where out of Edmonton we've got Mass Effect Andromeda about to launch which is probably a hundred million dollar game now 150 250 people working on it at any one time just a you know, huge endeavor and everything in between so advice for kids who want to get in from a creative side of things or even from the business side just start making start putting ideas down start throwing those ideas out on the web get together with friends talk about games build things together and just magic happens. The more you're passionate about something, the more things you want to happen, they will happen, it will come. Now what about marketing? Because you are a marketing person. What are some of your suggestions for marketing the game once you have it built? Actually taking a step back, the ideal scenario is when you've actually got the business and the marketing idea as part of the inception of the game. Putting the hook in from the start, and whether that be just through your own natural you know, you've played a lot of games, you understand what works, what's really interesting, whether it's speed running for you know, those side-scrollers or you know, character interaction from an RPG or character building from a role-playing game. Putting all those things together is really important. From a marketing point of view, ideally the marketing person's involved from the start. Building the game and what it's about and who you're appealing to, because that's what the marketeer can bring to the table, is really important. 
and being able to put those hooks in that the, the eventual player will love and know. That's the job of the marketing person is to know that consumer, to know the game player. So from a marketeer's point of view, if you're involved from the start, you get to have input into the design. It doesn't necessarily mean that everything you suggest is part of it because at the end of the day, the guys have got to make it. But having that input and then being able to take all of the pillars of the game all the way through based on what the consumer and what the gamer wants to play is really important. And then from a content point of view, creating content along the way, creating awareness about your game based on what those players want to play is really important that's where the marketing person comes in now creating awareness is that a bit of a challenge because the gaming industry is really a global industry and it's it's really not local right your market is everywhere in the world you can't really spend tons of money on let's say television commercials things like flappy bird that's not the way they did it mm -hmm. It's very viral, particularly with iPhone and, and Android and PC games. And there's platforms out there, you know, if you're lucky enough to be part of and they, they see your game and they then promote it. But Flappy Bird really caught fire offline and invited friends and off it went. So it's a good question. From my own experience, you know, Hungry Moose Games, we developed a couple of games that were, one was an education-based game and we pushed it out in advertising. We are lucky enough to have a small amount of spend to drive downloads. And then from a Hungry Moose Games point of view, we produced a game for Android initially for Kindle. Getting the word out and getting people excited about what we were building was really important up front. So I think a word of advice, if anyone's building something, build it with the community in mind and put everything out there. It sometimes feels like you have to keep it close to your chest about the design and what it is. But today with social media, the opportunity is to get people involved in how you're designing things. And that's the great thing about Steam Greenlight. Steam actually gives you the opportunity to be able to work with the community and get feedback as you're building your game out and therefore creating buzz. And if you're listening to the community, that's a real opportunity to grow awareness in the community that you're going after. Great. Now, of course, this podcast is called Monetizing Your Creativity. So I need to ask you this. Is this an industry that's full of starving artists or is there a decent living to be made? It's a good question. And not to scare anyone off, but yeah, there's a lot of starving artists for sure. But I think back to the monetization question, it's about keeping the vision for how you want to monetize and getting that at the start so if you're going to have a free-to-play game with monetization within the game then it's very important to keep that vision alive as you develop the game because it's very hard to backtrack even with my experience in the games industry at the last minute we changed the monetization design of the game and we broke a lot of stuff along the way and that hurt us as far as releases and being able to be profitable so if you're going to create a game and monetization is part of it, if it's not just about throwing it out there and letting your friends play, having monetization as part of the core, and that's where your marketing people can help you, is really important. And I guess it really helps to be part of the tribe, right? If you are producing a game for a certain genre, you really personally should be obsessed with that genre. Yeah, and that, that's a great point. I mean, uh, at Bioware, everyone in that studio in Edmonton or Austin or even in Montreal, they're all RPG players. Everyone understood that story-based games, that was what it was all about. Therefore, it was all about hitting that mission of making the best story-based games in the world. So you woke up every morning and you asked the question of yourself, is what I'm doing today all about delivering story? Everything from an animator getting the right wink of an eye or the eyebrow move 
to the writer really bringing characters to life, that's what you did. So having that central point is very important. Well said. Is there anything else you'd like to elaborate on before we wrap up? I think you know, for anyone young and up and coming who wants to come get into the games industry, it's all about passion. Electronic Arts, great company now, Andrew Wilson, CEO. It's all about the gamers and I honestly believe that that passion is there within that company. And everyone who's hired really loves games, whether it's from the business side or an artist. You really do have to have a passion for what you're doing. And if you're not passionate about making video games, maybe go somewhere else. Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your time and your thoughts. You're welcome, Marvin. Great to be part of it. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity.